Hello, and welcome to the Divine Feminine Leaders podcast. We are a feminine view of entrepreneurship for women by women. Uh, my name is Celeste Hartwell, and what we really aim to do with this particular podcast is if you've heard other episodes, we raise the vibration of the consciousness. So we're doing that in a lot of different ways. And one way that has really been coming up uh, through this line of work has been wealth and abundance. And we've heard from multimillionaire uh, entrepreneurs who are, you know, just rocking their business, rocking their life, and really facing their fears to move forward in their business. And so all that being said, today, we're diving into something that's like important as a foundation for wherever you are in your life. And I'm really, really <laughs> excited to have Jacqueline Holmes with me. And Jacqueline is the owner of Luxum, a boutique accounting firm serving abundance-focused online entrepreneurs offering done-for-you accounting services and DIY bookkeeping courses. She lives in Scottsdale, Arizona, enjoying the sunshine and helping her clients manifest more money into their experience. You can follow her on Instagram at LuxemBabe or connect at LuxemBabe.com. And I wanted to have Jacqueline on here because clearly, like I just said, it's a foundational piece for anyone who is in is curious, entrepreneurial curious, and or it has their own business. And I've been following Jacqueline for a long time. And we, I just, well, maybe not that long, maybe like a year or something. And mm just recently have been really diving into her DIY accounting course. And she's been really a powerhouse in this sphere, making it seem like it can be so easy. Anyone can do their own accounting. And which is really important for me when sometimes we have a lot of shame around that. So Jacqueline, like, thank you. Welcome for being here. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Me too. Yeah. I'm so excited to talk about this. Yay. Yeah. I know that this is totally your wheelhouse. So tell me a little bit about what are the biggest things that you see with online entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs in general? Cause I know that you deal, you work with any entrepreneurs for the most part businesses. Yeah. Yeah. So mostly, I mean, I'm mostly dedicating now my business to the online, online businesses, just because that's really where my passion is. I see so many, um, so many, skilled women and so many women that are so like tapped into their divine feminine, right. And just really doing some amazing things. And, um, so yeah, mostly what I see is people that are stressed out about money. They, they are in a place where they need some support in that area, like whatever it is. And, and I think we've all been there with some aspect of our business. We've all been there with for me, it was marketing for me, the first couple months of marketing for me, the first couple of years, I should say, you know, that was my biggest resistance to get over. And so I never want accounting, bookkeeping or taxes to be something for someone that is this huge ball of resistance that they're not able to get over basically. So that's really where my passion is in my business. I love that. And and it's such a foundational piece. And I speak from experience here, like when you have your bookkeeping and your taxes in order, like it frees up so much 
energy and worry and anxiety to allow you to put more of that energy and that love into your clients and grow the business. So talk a little bit about like, what are the biggest mindset blocks? Cause I know that you're doing some mindset coaching around this as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I just figured it really, it honestly goes hand in hand and I've done so much money mindset work as well. So, um, you know, it makes sense that you're someone that's handling your money or offering you financial services has a great money mindset too. Um, and so what I are, did you ask what I see a lot? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Like what are the biggest blocks that you feel? Oh, like biggest blocks. Come up? Yeah. 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 Okay. So the biggest blocks, honestly with women, cause really my main like niche that I serve or the main group of women that I serve are spiritual online entrepreneurs. Um, they're usually like, this is their first or their second business. So maybe they're just getting started and, or, or maybe they're a couple years in, but really now their income is getting to a point where they need to focus on this stuff. Um, and so really the biggest money blocks I see are people not thinking that they're capable of it. I mean, that's, that's really what the main one is we as women <laughs> are conditioned to not be numbers people, you know, we're conditioned to be more in our feminine energy, which I think is totally awesome. And there's a way to do numbers like that too. And numbers for me are intuitive. And so it's like an intuitive process for me, um, which is like hard to explain, which I can get into more, but, um, women being able to tap into their intuition around numbers and not have this anxiety that has been brought up from school or from being not told you're not good at math. Like all of those kind of things are like, what is creating this bubble now, this block with women, um, feeling like they can be organized with their money and feeling like they can have solid financials in their business and really like treating it more like a business. You know what I mean? Treating it like giving your business that space to grow. And it kind of starts with that tippy top resistance of, not feeling like you're capable or not feeling like you're a money person. So that's the big one I see. And I feel like I've heard you talk about too, like often as women, we have these stories around we're not good with money. Yeah. So tell me about like how you help people work through that. Yeah. Well, a lot of people, so a lot of people I work with, like with the mindset coaching or, or with my accounting, um, it's just, it, sometimes it's an energy of, I do my money this way. Like, you know, you have one way of doing about doing things. You have a habit of doing things with money and maybe it's a habit of how you earn money. Maybe you're, you've capped yourself at your income. Like that's a, that's a big one. A lot of women cap themselves at their income because they think, oh no, there's no possible way I can earn more than this. Or maybe it is like your spending habits too. Maybe it's, I've always been an over shopper or I've always, I've always done it this way, or I watched my parents do it this way or something. So I think we have, um, we have so many stories that we carry with us for so long and not being good with money or f the fear of mismanaging the money. Um, whatever it is that all just kind of, it kind of adds into it. And it just, it creates the story as I think, especially for women more, more so than men that we, we aren't organized with it or we're not, we're not by nature good with money. Or I don't know if that makes sense. Some way. Yeah. <laughs> irresponsible. Yeah. yeah. Or women have the stigma of being big shoppers or, um, 
you know, we're going to, we're not going to do the right thing with it. We're not going to be able to make smart investments with our money. We're going to blow our money, things like that. I mean, there's, there's a million of them for, you know, and it's individual to each person too. Each person has a different experience and, um, you know, basically their process of what they need to work through. And it ties into their income too. So when just having um, bookkeeping, and I know a lot of women that hire me for bookkeeping support, just having that support there and just feeling that relief in that area helps them actually earn more money. Like I would say most of the clients I work with end up, they start making more money right after they hire me. Not because I'm doing anything or like coaching them or anything like that. It's just because they feel like so much more, more mental energy and so much energy has been freed up for them to focus on it. So sometimes it's not even that we don't have the actual skills to do something. It's that we have been telling ourselves we're not, we're not able to do it. You know, I don't know if that makes sense, but. Well, and no, it does. And there's also this sense of, I have to do it all. And when we realize that, no, like when you really look at millionaires, billionaires, high paid CEOs, they're not doing it all. They're doing what they're really good at and they're delegating the rest. So there's no shame in Mm -hmm. giving that off to a professional. And I want to back up a little bit because one of the reasons that I've been really attracted to you and your line of work is that you have done so much money mindset work. And I, I know many accountants, I know many bookkeepers, I know, and, and I adore them as people, but energetically, I can just feel that like, they're either going to think I'm crazy (laughs) on my mind or like, they're just not going to understand the expenses that I know are necessary for my personal development, for my business, um, for all of that. And so yeah, I just feel like it's so important to touch on the fact that who you, anyone allows into their personal space in your business, whether they're working with you, working for you, um, who your clients are is so important. So talk to us a little bit about like, I know you've had, you have amazing money manifestation stories, which I didn't even think that we were going to talk about, which is funny that that's just, <laughs> but like, talk to us a little bit about all of the mindset work that you've done and, you know, maybe where you started and where you are now. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that is, <laughs> I know, that feels like I, Sorry. <laughs> I could, um, no, I just feel like, yeah, once you get me started on money mindset stuff, we might not go back to accounting, but I'm just kidding. We'll, we'll have time. But, um, so I started off with money mindset actually. So I had heard of like Abraham Hicks, and started listening to them a really long, I would say maybe like 2012, I would like listen to their, them on, on my way to work, like in my, um, on my drives home and stuff like that. I had a really long commute. Um, I worked, I was working like a commission sales job. And I remember I was in my couple last semesters of college. And so I was really busy, really stressed out. And I remember just feeling so much better after listening to Abraham Hicks and I didn't really, really get hardcore into law of attraction until like a couple years later. Um, well, I, I should say my manifestations didn't, oops, sorry about that. That's, That's okay. my video went out. Okay. Um, so I would say my manifestations didn't necessarily show up for a couple years, but I noticed like my life just started getting like a little bit better after listening to Abraham Hicks and stuff like that. And I would, you know, start reading all the books and getting into like Eckhart Tolle and all those authors. 
but I hired my first coach. I got into online, the online spiritual community and like all of the online business and the online money mindset was so new to me. Like I got into that in probably like March of 2015 or 2016. Um, I hired Genevieve Rackham, um, which, you know, yeah, you know her too. Um, yeah. Right after that, like in May. And a couple of weeks after I had hired her is when um, we manifested $100,000 for the first time. So it, it all happened really quick. I mean, Isaac was just kind of, my fiance was just kind of like, you know, I'm telling him about all of this, all of these new courses I'm taking. And I just hired a coach and all of this stuff. Like it all just, I got into online and then I just like started manifesting like so much. Um, everything just kind of sped up after that. And yeah, since then I've just done, I've done like countless money mindset courses with people, worked with coaches and yeah, now it's just become, you know, I look back and, um, that's really when I started getting into coaching money mindset too, because I realized like everyone around me was starting to make more money. Like Isaac was obviously doing pretty well manifesting, uh, even more money and everyone around me was manifesting more money. And I'm like, Oh shit, like this is kind of not to credit me only, but kind of a result of the work I've done. And then I decided, well, it makes sense to combine these two passions that I have into one thing. And then that's really when like the Lux and Money Babes group opened up and I just, you know, started kind of claiming that and realizing people do want to hear my story about having no money, literally no money and manifesting a hundred thousand dollars in a couple months. Like that's, that's fucking awesome, you know? So, um, yeah. And then you just <laughs> manifest a hundred thousand dollars once. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then we did it again. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I love yeah. that. And it's crazy. Cause it's like, those are the big ones that stand out to me. Like those are the huge manifestations, but like you really, if I were to, you know, you have to start from like your little things, like when I manifested a hundred thousand dollars, like getting a free cup of coffee was still like a big deal to me. You know what I mean? Like that was still like, Oh my God. Like it's always a muscle that you just need to constantly be working basically. And like always paying attention to like the little ones that are happening. So that's obviously like the biggest story and the, the grabs your attention a little bit more, but, um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing all of that. Because I do think it's important to know that you can literally start anywhere. And once you start shifting your money mindset and start like, and <clears throat> into the space of gratitude, like you said, like, oh my God, somebody bought my coffee. Like that in itself is a miracle. That in itself is a manifestation. Like things just build and build and build. And it's just like, everything's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So now you have the abundant bookkeeping 101 course. So talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. So that just came basically the same way all my business ideas do where it's just kind of downloaded. And I was just like, oh man, this is a really good idea because I have a lot of, there's a lot of new, like people that reach out to me that might be like a little newer in their business or a little like lower income and they're building it up and maybe they're not in a position to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. I wanted it to be like accessible to everybody because I don't want bookkeeping, like I said, to be like something that ever stops someone from having a business or starting a business, especially like spiritual women and especially 
women that are more creatively inclined and that kind of stuff stresses them out. Like I wanted to provide that solution. So, um, thank you for being a part of that. And, and, and yeah, and another, another kind of piece to that too, is there was a lot of women I ran into that were good with numbers, right? Like you have a degree in accounting, so you, you, you know how to do it. Like you, you don't necessarily need me at like to, to do bookkeeping for you. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of people in there that just, they needed that little boost and they didn't want to take another, um, college course. Cause college doesn't teach you this kind of stuff. It doesn't teach you like the hands on actually how to do it. And they didn't want to watch, you know, hours of boring YouTube videos to figure it out. They wanted something super dedicated. And I just think that, yeah, just being able to open, open that course up and allow more people to feel more confident around their bookkeeping. It was just awesome. Well, so. and what I liked about this course specifically, because yeah, I do have a degree in accounting and I was an analyst for 18 years. I know how to run a spreadsheet. I know how to like build a database, right? Like I can do some mm -hmm. shit. Like it's not a lack of skills, but it was mm -hmm. more of having your guidance through that bit, through the video series, through the trainings to say, yeah, and you're going to spend money on photos and this is how you classify it. And you're going to spend money on coaches and this is how you're going to classify it. Whereas I don't feel like I would necessarily get that information off YouTube or off QuickBooks or off, um, if from a college course. Right. And so to be able to say like, Oh yeah, like Jacqueline actually knows how I need to categorize my specific online entrepreneurial, you know, expenses without, I mean, let's be honest. My partner is a CPA. And he's like, seriously, you can write this off. And I'm like, it's a freaking business expense. You know? Yeah. And so of course it is like, it's a business expense. And so he, uh, you know, like, but to be fair, he does not do taxes and he doesn't do bookkeeping. That's not his zone. Yeah. But, but yeah, like even in talking to him, I've had to be like, you know, just don't even think about it. Like, don't even, yeah. it. don't worry about it. <laughs> right. That is so funny. <laughs> So thank you for that, because I, I do feel like, you know, for a new female entrepreneur who's like, I really do want to set up a good foundation, um, again, it does free up so much mental space to just know, and then, and then to go through it and to have your, you know, loving guidance through the videos to be like, yeah, you're doing a great job and make small goals. Cause I know I've been like, I'm going to get it all done in a day. And it's like, you can't get a whole year done in a day, Celeste. Like that doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I think a lot of women too are out of place. Cause I mean, I was at this place too in my business where I needed to like, I needed to decide immediately, like what I was going to hire out and what I was going to do myself. And you know, you have to separate like the business functions, like marketing, accounting, those are the main two I can really think of, you know, like lead generation, like you have to, you have to separate out all of those things and decide like, what is, what can I hire out right now to get something off my plate? And what can I like probably learn and do myself? So, um, that, that has been a huge, like shift for me and my business and being able, cause obviously I'm not hiring someone else to do my bookkeeping. I'll have my mom do it or something like that, but I'm not going to hire someone to do that. 
Um, but like something like marketing for me, like I've had invested in a VA and invested in different marketing systems and things like that because that's what I needed the support in. So really as a business owner, especially if you are up and coming, kind of like you were saying, like the foundation for the business, like you have to, you have to constantly be adjusting and like making those shifts in your business and deciding like, what can I handle now? What needs to get off my plate for you to be able to make like the maximum impact for a lot of women, you know, like yourself or like someone that is like teetering on that edge of like, I can do this myself. And I just need that little push and that extra information and the walkthroughs and stuff like that. It's, it's, um, it's important to make those assessments in your business, you know? And, and to know that like, if you're hiring somebody to do this type of thing for you, that's leading up, that's, that's freeing up time for you to be able to go out and make more money. Right. Like, and that's really what we as entrepreneurs need to be doing in our business, right? Like we need to be able to get new clients and then serve those clients. Um, that's how we stay alive in a business. Uh, so yeah. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I love the fact that you, that you not only have this done for you program that you can, you know, do it yourself rather, but you also are able to do it for people that you're also, you know, full service accounting boutique, which I love the terminology of that, by the way. <laughs> like, oh, thanks. My, my VA actually came up with that. Um, and I'm like, oh my God, that's good. Yes. <laughs> that's what I am. Um, and yeah, with, with the clients that I work with one-on-one, um, a lot of times what I see with them is they have grown super rapidly, like really quickly. And, you know, maybe they had like a $30,000, $50,000 year there, you know, the previous year. And then this year they're at like 150, 200,000. And like that income jump is like, whoa, like things, alarms are going off. It's like, you gotta, you know, you gotta make it sustainable and make it scalable for you. So I love serving like that group of online entrepreneurs too, because that's just like, that's super exhilarating for me too, to see, just be surrounded by so many women that are making like such an impact in the online space. Like it's just awesome. Yeah, well, <laughs> super inspirational, right? Like, yeah, I mean, anybody can do it. And so then to like be in that sphere, you're like, Ooh, I'm like in that energy. Of course it's coming my way as well. Um, and so I wanted to touch on because this is our first podcast in January, like mindset around taxes. <laughs> Jacqueline, tell us. Yes. How um, do we like unwind our mindset around paying taxes and all of that? Yeah. And that is like an ever evolving question for me too, because I think every year, like I clear up another layer of it. Um, it's, it depends on how deep your, your resistance goes with taxes. You know what I mean? Because if you haven't, you know, paid a ton of taxes before, or if you haven't been in business that long, you know, you might be a little bit shocked at your first tax bill. Um, And also, if you've been in business for a long time, you know that, um, never mind, I won't say that, but you know that there's, there, you can get smarter about your taxes, like the longer you're in business, you know what I mean? So I think that it really starts with the bookkeeping, like your mindset around taxes starts with your bookkeeping, because what I run into every year is 10 people calling me on April 1st, Jacqueline, I need your help 
please help me, blah, 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 you know, and it's tapered off over the years. It, it used to be a lot worse, but um, it's the mindset around taxes starts with your bookkeeping because if it's not a priority for you to like treat your business in that manner for the whole entire year and then for four months into the next year, like that right there is a money block. That right there is showing you that you have been avoiding something like it's an avoidance energy. Money isn't going to chase you if you're acting like that. You know what I mean? Money is, it's, it's going to, you have, it's going to be so much harder for it to enter into your life when you have that um, mentality around money. And I just know that because I've been in that position. I've been, you know, I, I have 24 hours to file my taxes and I haven't done anything. Like I, I totally get it. Not, not for this business, but um, it's just like it starts with the bookkeeping because when you feel prepared and when you feel confident and when you feel like you have your shit together and you're organized, it's so much easier to go into that situation of being able to pay your taxes when you actually have all the information to file your taxes. So when you don't have the bookkeeping, you don't have the information you need to file your taxes. Therefore, you don't know how much money you're going to owe. You don't even know how much money you made really or what your expenses were really. So how could you know what you're going to owe? And that's where I get very like, um, that is like not a spiritual component of working with me. It's not, it's not a, um, in the 5d, it's all taken care of. I always make that joke. Like you still got to pay your taxes in the 3d. You know what I mean? Like bring it down to the 3d. This is some 3d shit you have to handle really quick. So, um, you know, you can't like manifest your way out of, out of doing it if you live in the United States and Australia and all those kind of places. So yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that because I've been guilty of that. Like I'll just, I'll just manifest, I'll just manifest this being done for me. And it's like, no bitch, you still live in a 3d physical body. Like you can't, you can't just like meditate this away. <laughs> mm -hmm, exactly. <laughs> So it just, it doesn't go away and it just gets worse the longer you leave it too. And so it's like, yeah, it's, I am all about ignoring your reality if your reality doesn't please you, but like, you know, and like being able to manifest something better from a place, you know, by ignoring physically what's going on in front of you. Yeah. But, um, there it's like the consequences snowball with like that kind of thing. You know what I mean? You have to know when it's the right time to do that and when it's not. <laughs> well, and what I've learned is like, just figure out how to get your energy behind it in the best way that you can and feel as good about it as you can. And then <clears throat> you were saying, even in the abundant bookkeeping 101 course, like celebrate, like you did this, you did this, like look, make it bite-sized chunks so that you're building your confidence over um, getting these different pieces done. Like that's yeah. really important. Um, yeah. So it, it, it does not make it better by ignoring it. I can testify <laughs> to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I actually, I'm super happy. I learned that lesson early on, like being like late on my taxes and having like that, all that kind of stuff come up. Um, uh, just because it helped me like understand the mindset that I had then and like yeah. how I am now around it because, um, I would say like most business, like brick and mortar businesses that I've worked with, almost all of them, all file extensions. They're mm -hmm. always putting things that on the back burner. Um, and it always 
creates so much more stress than it needs to. And I think if you look at maybe why so much of our economy is going online now and everything like that, it's because we're, we're running businesses smarter, you know, we're running businesses leaner and our businesses are more profitable most of the time. So it's just like this new paradigm to get into, you know what I mean? People that have worked with family members that have had businesses probably watch their family members, you know, curse at paying taxes and, um, you know, not make it a priority and not make it important. And it, it, it really creates like a, an energy in your business where you don't feel professional or you don't feel like a real business. Right. And I think that that, that's also where a lot of women, um, have a difficulty like making that transition because they don't think that they can, they can actually have a real business. Like they don't feel the confidence that it is a real business and making that leap for yourself and like really treating it like a real business and it can still be spiritual and it can still be super awesome. Like it's just, it's transformational. So <laughs> yes, like there's so many different layers to what you just said. And one of which is like, again, that trauma of like hearing what we grew up with. Um, but I also wanted to like touch on, you talked about like getting the extensions. I, I have to call this cause I've seen it. I, cause I've been to a lot of different like money and business and sales type seminars. I went to one seminar where the woman was like, you always file an extension, but it wasn't from like a lack mindset. It wasn't from a, I don't want to deal with this. It was from a I don't want to pay uncle Sam the money that I can earn interest on until I have to pay the money. You know what I mean? So it was a very different mentality. So again, like you can be do like, I think this is where intention is really important and, and awareness comes into play. Like it's okay to file an extension, but why are you doing it? Like, are you doing it to avoid? Cause you don't want to look at it. You don't want to deal with it. Or are you doing it because you're just super clear that that's, that feels really good to you and yeah. your money. And that, yeah, that's a good, I haven't actually heard anything like that before. So that's um, really interesting. Um, but yeah, what's the intention of it? Because doing it habitually or doing, you know, using it as a, oops, like this year got really crazy. Let's do an extension by yourself sometime. Like, I think that that's totally, especially for businesses that grow really quickly too. Um, I guess, yeah, making a habit of it or, or using it as like an, a procrastination, like right. a procrastination habit. Um, but that's interesting. I haven't actually heard of always filing an extension so you can get the interest on the money in your investments to pay the money. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, that, so that the money, so that instead of like giving it over and then not being able to create, generate any more wealth off of it, you're giving it. And, and it's not like you're not planning on paying it. Right. And it's not, again, it's not an avoidant tactic. It's not a, yeah, it's just like, let me continue to create, you know, the wealth on my interest and, and whatever, um, and then pay it when I have to. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, All right. Another way of looking at it. Just Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, um, 
Yeah, I just feel like there's so much there though. Like there's so much <laughs> with people and how they grew up. And and I do think I did like that too about really like having us treat this as a business. It's not just a hobby or it's not just like this part-time gig that we're doing, right? Like it is a full-time business. It is so treat it with reverence as such. And so I feel like you could give us some tips as to like, what are some small things that say there's a woman out here listening to this and she's like, oh my God, I've not been treating my business like a business and I don't even know how to start with that. (laughs) What are like some basic one-on-one tips that you can give for her? For accounting or for anything? For accounting for any, yeah, for anything, I guess. I think the first thing with um, income, making more income is... um, stop doing stuff for free. <laughs> so, um, and a lot of us, especially if we are like spiritually gifted, like those kind of things, um, intuitive, we're used to doing things for free. Um, and we're still testing our, testing our skills or we are, I don't know if that's a good way of explaining it, but basically when your business transitions from being a hobby you know, just like my, my art paintings, I used to give those away for free all the time. So, so much art away and it was crazy. And now I, how I really had to transition over like my art was if I'm going to treat my art like a business and I'm going to actually start selling some of it, like I can't just be giving away my favorite pieces to everyone else. You know what I mean? Um, so that's, that's a great analogy for it is like, when you make that train, how, if it's a hobby, you're doing things for free still. And when it's a business, you have the boundaries in place. And my um, group coaching program that I did a couple months ago that I'm actually thinking I'm going to do another round of, I don't know why it just like popped in my head to do it. Um, but it's called unbound and it's all about boundary setting around money because, um, our boundaries in our personal life, like flow into our business. Like it doesn't change because it's like our business, you know what I mean? Just because it's a different bank account, like weird boundary stuff still needs to be worked out and established. And so stop doing stuff for free, (laughs) start charging people for the things that you're doing. Um, and you've practiced enough probably. (laughs) And then also the next biggest thing that's like a super small thing that makes a huge difference is get a different, um, business checking account. That's like a mandatory. And I think I really grill everyone in that, in the, um, Luxa money babes course, or what is it? Um, abundant bookkeeping one-on-one course. I'm like, that's the first thing that you have to do in, in my book to really like make it an official business. Those little tiny, like mindset things that you do really help um, really help you feel a certain way, um, when you're first starting out, because when you're first starting out, like you were saying, you have to make money. Like that should be your focus. It's not a business if you're not making money, you know what I mean? Or if you're not at least generating revenue, it's, it's not a business. So generating revenue should be your first priority. And however you can make yourself feel professional when you're in those beginning stages and feel like, fuck yeah, I can actually do this. This is my business you know, um, those things really add up and yeah, you can start with those two things. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I, 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 I knew you were going to say the business checking account and I was like, yes, yes, yes. Because it's so true. Like you have to have that separation 
and you talked about this in the abundant bookkeeping 101 course which was um deciding how you want to treat that checking account so talk a little bit more about that like the boundaries around the checking account and like how to treat that yeah and i don't remember if i got into this um in that course or if it i can't remember if it was somewhere else i talked about it but i um, talk about the, like the energy of the bank account. Um, because like I was saying for me, numbers are intuitive and you can kind of tell, I can tell the energy when I'm working with my clients numbers. Like I can tell the energy of like what's going on. Like as weird as that is to say, I totally can. Or if you give me like a bank statement or a P and L for a business, I can tell you like what kind of weird stuff is going on in the business. Um, and that's actually forensic accounting is like one of my favorite things. And I think like something else I want to get into in the future is like being able to detect fraud because the first time I realized I was like gifted with that, I was uh, uncovering fraud that was happening in a business. So anyways, the energy of the bank account is like, if you have your same, you know, janky bank account from when you were 11 years old or something like that like your very first bank account like that has so much weird energy in it and like the money that it's going into like you have to think about the ways that you receive money and so if that has so much weird energy in it or if like you make it really difficult for people to pay you like paypal pay um, payment processors like if you use a really obscure payment processor or it doesn't always work or you know you don't know how to use it correctly like all of those weird things create like it's resistance around receiving the money. So you want to make the place that you receive the money, like as beautiful as possible and as like clean of energy as possible. In my opinion, at least, um, if you think it's bullshit, then that's totally fine. But I, I know some people probably would think that that's totally crazy to say, but, um, the other part of how you want to treat that bank account is you can, you can leave the behaviors in your personal finances aside you can just focus on your business and how you want to spend money as a business owner. You can drop your, all your stories about overspending or, you know, whatever it is, you don't pay your bills on time, all that other stuff. You can leave that totally behind for your business. You have this clean slate, you know, and it's your decision to carry those behaviors over and decide that it's going to be different with your new, your business checking account. So yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Um, that's perfect. That's exactly like, it's, it, that was such an aha moment for me when I listened to your class, I was like, oh my God, this is so true um, <laughs> because it is, it's a, it's, it's something new. It's completely, you know, and even, even, even if we've made mistakes in our business checking account and say you had it, you know, like there's always we can always clear it out and start anew and get really solid foundation with bookkeeping, whether it's through Jacqueline's course or working with her or working with a bookkeeper that you feel comfortable with, um, whatever that is. Uh, and so I know you were really like, you loved the divine feminine and like coming into this. And so I'm curious, like, how do you feel the divine feminine um, like really takes I don't know, like, how do you feel like you get into flow with your business and your day? And like, what does self-care look like for you? Ooh, that's a good question. Okay. Switching it up a little bit. Um, so I have 
really only paid attention to like divine feminine and masculine energies for probably like six months now. So it's still something that I feel like I'm perfecting because a lot of people do comment that I have like more of a masculine energy um, when it comes to business. And, but my like client process and like how I attract clients into my business is like a hundred percent intuitive. Like I could, my very first client in my business, I did a card reading. It said some cards. I started driving and I drove like 45 minutes, 50 minutes away to this weird town, this small town, anyone from Arizona, um, it's called Wickenburg. So you would never go to Wickenburg just like, Oh yeah, we're going to go to Wickenburg for the day. Cause it's such a fun town. Like you would never do that. I drove right up, walked into a spiritual store that I just happened to park right in front of. And I walk in and talk to the owner and that was my first client. So, um, like that kind of process for my business it feel, is super intuitive and flowy and, um, is really awesome. And I think that just realizing that having that story in the back of my head, and that's why I tell that story so often is because just realizing that that can happen in one day for me of me listening to my intuition that like, we are always receiving that guidance. Like we are always receiving that kind of information and it's like how receptive we are of it. Um, so yeah, my business is a lot of that kind of work. A lot of card readings. I get very specific with card readings for my business too. Like that's probably my favorite thing to just see kind of like the direction. Cause I know for me, I just have so many different ideas and being able to execute all of them in like a thorough way is kind of like, or has been one of my challenges. And yeah, self-care, hiking, <laughs> lots of salt baths, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and you started doing your art. You touched on that a little bit. So oh, yeah. tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So my art was like, um, I just started painting a couple years ago and it just kind of morphed into this huge, I mean, it, it got to the point where we had to, that's why I hung all the pictures up is because we had so many paintings like all over the art place. So I had to just like put them up somewhere or, or like put them in storage or something like that, which just felt like so weird or wrong to do. And so, um, yeah, I just started painting. And then one day Isaac and I just had the idea that I should start selling my, my paintings and I should start doing prints. So I have a print shop here too. So I sell eight and a half by 11 and poster size of my art. Um, I did my first art show back in March, which was really crazy. It was a huge show. It was like way too big for my first show. That's for sure. But, um, yeah, it's kind of like, I've been able to de like develop that passion too. And that's also a really, um, like manifestation or spiritual process for me too. Like it's, it's like a meditation for me. So yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I know I've been watching you and like all of your art and I was like, Oh my goodness, this is so fun. And it's, you know, in like the normal society, like bookkeepers don't have art. Shows, <laughs> right. And that, I love that. Like we have, I've, I've been really stepping in in my own personal journey and like really focusing on helping clients like own all of the pieces of ourselves. Right. And so I just think that that's a beautiful example 
of doing that is like, you can do all the things. Like, what do you feel inspired to do? And, and while I absolutely adore meditation and I teach it and all of that, meditation can come through hiking. It can come through exercise. It can come through art. It can come through baths. It can cut, you know, like it can come through all of these other forms. Um, and one of the themes that's been coming up a lot in these interviews is how I've been really, and I really believe now like self-care is the way to success because it is into yourself. Yeah, totally, totally. And when you don't, when you ignore it and then you get burnt out and that's so much worse for your business than just taking the extra hour every day or whatever it is that you need. And yeah, just dedicating time to yourself for sure. Cause that's how you build your intuition too. It's dedicating that kind of time to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a muscle just like, yeah. Yeah. So I love that. So you have a free gift that you want to share with our audience. So tell us a little bit about that. Yes. So I have the mindset of abundant bookkeeping training and it is, it's on luxembabe.com or you can go on my Instagram at luxembabe. Um, so basically what it is, is a precursor or like the prequel to abundant bookkeeping 101. So it kind of gets you prepped for like the mindset pieces that you need to implement before you start a bookkeeping system in your business. So it's kind of like a call to action for some, for online entrepreneurs and especially women, spiritual online entrepreneurs, like to lay the foundation for what having a bookkeeping system is going to do for their business and what they'll need to get over and what they'll need to implement. Like, it's just, yeah, kind of like a mini guide, I guess. And you went through it too. So I, I heard, I remember your email saying it was really good and that's how we connected for this interview too. So what did you think about it? I thought it was really great. Like I loved how it, you just, you just felt very understanding and calm and like, just like this really great, like release all the guilt, release all the shame. There's, you know, you're, you're making a different decision right now and like move forward. Right. And so it felt very healing. And, you know, because there had, like, for me, there has been a lot of shame around, like, I, I can't believe I have a degree in accounting and I was an analyst for so long. And then when I got in my own business, I put my taxes on the back burner and didn't look at the bookkeeping, you know, like, how funny is that? Look at all that resistance, right? Um, and so it was, it was a really nice, I had actually already bought the Abundant Bookkeeping 101 yeah. like, when I got that, the, the mindset. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend it to anyone who's feeling a little nudge around this or, or some shame or, you know, just like been wanting to manifest your way out of your taxes. You can't. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. So thank you for sharing that gift. Cause I do, I do think that it's, it's really important. Um, especially as women, if you, if you feel like you've been conditioned that you're not good with numbers and you're not good with math, um, it doesn't have to be true anymore. It just doesn't have to be true anymore. You can decide every day. So yay, yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much, Jacqueline, for for joining us here today, for being, you know, for sharing your mindset tips and your manifestation inspirations and, and your tools and just 
I think helping women know that this type of service is available and, and what just came up for me is I've heard spiritual teachers say, I hate my accountants. And I'm always like, go talk to Jacqueline. <laughs> like you don't have, you don't have to hate anyone. <laughs> and why would you, why would you bring someone you hate into your, the most important part of your business, it is. which is the revenue part, you know, not the most important, but yeah, it's, that's it's always really funny. important. It's really important. And there's a lot of accountants out there that aren't so pleasant to work with. So I understand. Um, but yeah, you got it. Your whole team has to be vibing. That's, that's my vibe. Everyone that I work with has, we have to be all on the same vibe and that's how it's this big blossoming thing that can impact more women and have a more beautiful business and be able to serve more people. So exactly. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so if you have loved this episode, we, and feel touched by it, if you know friends, family members, anyone who's hiding from their numbers and they hate taxes and you think that maybe they just need a mindset shift, uh, we, we would love it if you would share this. We have a big hairy goal of 100,000 downloads by September 3rd of 2020. Uh, so any love that you can share, we would so much appreciate it. And as again, we are divine feminine leaders podcast. We are a feminine view of entrepreneurship for women by women. I really encourage you in this new year to get your bookkeeping and your taxes get that foundation set and know and, and either have someone on your team do it, have Jacqueline do it, have someone that you really trust that you do feel a connection with um, help you get that squared away and you will be able to serve your people in the new year in such a much more profound way. So thank you again for listening. You can find us at divinefeminineleaders.com. You can get Jacqueline's uh, free mindset training uh at luxumbabe.com and we will see you next week. Mwah.